I entered the university because I passed my exams. I applied and I was I was offered admission. So why wait? I just wasn't enjoying school life. Yes, at a point in time, I found myself just walking through the school, not having the school impact me in any way at all. There was a point I wanted to drop out. Do you think you are making progress or do you think you are late? I feel by now, if I'm not back in school, then I should be running my own company. I didn't have a plan B at all. And, and it's now haunting me. If I had another chance, things would have been done differently. This is probably the most honest and most difficult conversation I've had on this podcast so far. And in fact, I'm so surprised at the sincerity of this guest. It's about this university graduate that has been out of school for so many years and have had to face the real world. He shares with me his struggles, his failures, his expectations, and his disappointments. If you are a university graduate or you are preparing to go to the university or you are a national service personnel, this conversation is rightly yours. Sit back and enjoy. Salah? Yeah. How would you describe yourself? How would you talk about the person sitting in front of me right now to those who are listening? Well, I would say I'm affable, energetic, and a resourceful young man. What do you mean by resourceful? Um, I'm able to use resources that I have to overcome difficulties that I face in a clever manner. Mm. That's, that's interesting. Um, okay, so I understand that you've been out of school for some time now. For how long now? Oh, yeah, six years. Okay, uh, so how has life been like after school, uh, you coming into the real world? How has life been like? <laughs> Bro, it's been tough. <laughs> it's been challenging. And it's not as I expected it to be. So that's, that's just how it's been. Days that... You are just confused. You, it's as if you don't know what's going on. There are times you have a hangover. One or two things, yeah. So we've all been in school and, you know, when you're in school, you have certain plans, certain expectations that maybe if I am finally out of school, I will do this, I will do that. And uh, we have all these big goals ahead of us. And when you were in school, did you have any such plans and expectations and what were some of these expectations and plans that you you had for the after school life oh sure i did even while i was in school while i was preparing for my national service i knew i was going to work with an insurance company for my national service so i was preparing towards that so in my mind i knew that after the national service with the way i work I probably will be retained. I work there for about two, three years, then go back, go get my master's, and then I start my own business. Or even if I so desire, I go into academia because I did a combined major so I could go both ways. 
Mm. So maybe you had this rich uncle that maybe had a company that you knew that uh, immediately after school you would jump straight into the work industry. Was that it? Well, not necessarily. Because the company I wanted to work with, it was from a friend's recommendation. Okay. That, yeah, they recommended me to the people and they knew that, oh, with my experience as an intern, I did a lot of, I would say, good stuff. So they would want me to work with them. So not necessarily a family affiliation. Okay, so how did it turn out? Did it go as you planned? Oh, Charlie, Ghana, NSS, <laughs> go as, oh, no. no. They refused to repost me, so I had to go, I had to just go where they posted me. That was my alma mater. They had posted me to the Volta region. And mm -hmm. said, oh, if that's the case, if I'm going back home, then why not I go back to my alma mater and then serve them in the little way that... Where is your alma mater? Oh, college practice school. College practice school, okay. So you went there to teach? Yeah. Okay, okay. Now, uh, when, you are in, when you are in the university, uh, most of the times, the only things that you have to think about is what you eat, what you wear, where you sleep, and how to pass your exams. And sometimes, probably, um, how to pay your fees. Because sometimes, some people have the fees coming in every day, uh, and so they don't really have to think about, about that. So now... Uh, now you, you come out of the university and you have the whole life ahead of you. You have a lot of things to think about. You have responsibilities. You have marriage life. You have finances. Is there something that has really shaped your uh, perception about how the real world functions for a young man like you who is starting life? Oh, yeah. Um, moving out of school, I think this peculiar everyone by they have it in their own way there's this shock you be faced with mm. uh, i'm the kind of person i like the timetable kind of structure so at every point in time you know what you're doing but when i left school even though there was freedom in school you knew that mm -hmm. at this time this is what you're supposed to be doing so when i left school um, with uh, even completing my national service, then there was this point where it's as if you don't know what's next. Mm -hmm. You are confused. Should you go back to school? Should you start looking for work? Because once that uh, insurance company move didn't work, mm -hmm. and now you have to look at other options. options. So there's this confusion, contemplating what is your next move. So to me, that, that was a shock to me because, I, like I said, I'm the kind of person I'm used to. Oh, ATM, this is what you have, this is what you do, and all that. Okay. So uh, the insurance company didn't work. What happened after? Afterwards, uh, so I'll say after my national service, uh, I did a little bit of contractual work with a nearby bank. Okay. So in doing that, I was poached by one of my uncles who needed help with processing their health insurance claims. So what did you, what did you study in school? 
I studied economics and information studies. Okay, so let's understand this. You are working in the construction field with a business certificate. How is that? Can you explain that? So before the construction company, I had to work with a clinic. Okay. Yeah, in their health insurance department, processing their claims for them. Okay. So they had a backlog that I was contracted to help finish all that. So in the process of, of uh, helping with their backlog, the idea of starting a construction company came. Popped up. Okay. Yes. And seeing the way I, I was working, he contacted me to start managing the few things we were gathering. Mm -hmm. So, after working for about a year and two months, I decided to, I, I had the option of choosing between either the office work or the construction firm. At the time, the construction firm was paying more and the time that I needed to spend even with the staff was lesser than that of the uh, office and the insurance staff so the best option was to go for the construction company so i started we went to rentals and provision of services so we had artisans that if you needed a service we just contact them and then we'll let them work for you so at that point did you discover that maybe you were a kind of person that would maybe like this white collar jobs, maybe sit in, in an office and be working for a company or you wanted to do your, 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 your own thing. What really uh, helped you in, in making such a decision to maybe move out of the office and go into something like that? Oh, okay. So like I said earlier, after finishing maybe my master's, mm -hmm. I would start my own business. So having the opportunity to run a startup Mm -hmm. I feel give me the exposure or the prerequisite experience I would need in running my own company. Mm -hmm. So I preferred the construction company more. I know being in an office would, some, in some cases, it will pay more. But I'm also not the type of person that I like to sit for a very long time. Like I said, I'm energetic. I want to be like everywhere, at least doing something meaningful. So, and the construction company offered me that uh, opportunity. So I just had to grab it. And at the beginning, I was enjoying the work because I had to travel, visit new places. And I was, because it's a new terrain, it's a new industry, I was learning a lot every single day. So from that point, did you, uh, because I heard you say uh, initially you, you liked the, the, the work. So is it that now maybe you don't like it or you feel that you should be somewhere else more, maybe uh, through the lane of your qualification? Because clearly you didn't study um, construction. Yes, not at all. Um, I wouldn't say now I do not like it. Uh, I would say things aren't going the way I foresaw them to be, and I, I have my personal aspirations. I feel by now, if I'm not back in school, 
then I should be running my own company. Yes, there's one thing working for someone and then another thing running your own company. And the way the Ghanaian economy has been now, I feel I would need to up my game because right now I have a bachelor's degree. Many of us have our bachelor's degree, and if you don't add any value to that degree, you don't add any more professional qualification or certification to that degree, you're just like everyone else. Mm -hmm. So that's what makes me feel that I'm a little behind. Mm -hmm. So you feel maybe uh, okay, so you've been working for you've been working in this construction uh, field for how many years now? I would say that would be four between four and five years, but full in full time, then that would be three. So, how do you assess yourself? How do you think you are making progress, or do you think you are late? Okay, so professionally, with the skills that I'm acquiring, I believe I'm making progress. Uh, I, I make better decisions now, I make timely decisions now with the experience I have. Um, it's even helping me manage uh, my temperament. There are certain things you need to take your time and then assess the situation better before you take action. And there are some it needs spot-on action. So I believe professionally, the skills I'm acquiring are getting better. But with my personal development, with my goals and aspirations, that's why I feel... Um, I'm a little behind because, see, there are times that you get invited for wedding ceremonies, you get invited for outdoorings and all that. I desire to make a family. Mm -hmm. Yes, I want a wife and I want a kid. And I want to also develop professionally. But here lies the case. I find myself working for someone I find myself in a situation where things that I, the plans that I have for that company, things are not going the way that I would have wanted. So that, that's what's making me feel a little bit behind. Mm. Your family, your friends, relatives, how are they responding to all these things? Uh, because I know you have friends, old classmates that you meet at weddings and all these guys, all these ladies that um, you were in the same class with, you studied the same things with them. Now, some of them are married. Some of them are at the peak of their careers and some of them are doing great things. And you look at all these people. Do you ever feel, do you ever feel within yourself that you are probably late you, or you have failed or what when you see these people, what happens within yourself? What do you think about? Mm. <clears throat> so, um, when I look at them, I don't see myself as a failure. However, because I know we all have our different times. There's this popular saying that life is not a race, but I dare say it's actually a race. The only thing is you are not racing against any other person but yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Every day, at every point in time, you need to outrun your previous self. So when I see them, I feel I'm not running fast enough or I'm not uh, running at a pace that I should be running at. 
and the family too, there's this unspoken kind of disappointment okay. on the look of their faces that mm-hmm. you it's just obvious it's there. They wouldn't want to say just to discourage you mm-hmm. or just to mess with your mental health, but you realize that they would have wished better for you. Yeah. Every time they see you struggling, they would pray for something better for you. So, yeah, um, in my in their own way, they are supporting me in every way that they can. When they hear of opportunities, they tell you, why not try this, why not try that? There are times that uh, there's suggestions, oh, why not apply, go out of the country, go and get something doing. So, in their way, they, they also, they, they don't, take it that lightly but you realize that they are worried mm. it's not like, yeah, they are entirely disappointed in you but they are worried why are things not moving the way they expect because you're out of school you've been in school for so long and mm. Charlie there are certain things you need to do so in their little way they try as much as possible to help mm. so all these things that you are talking about I know are very difficult situations for someone starting life to deal with both mentally and physically and so um, it's already a burden on you and it's not everybody that can handle this trust me and you know before we started recording this we were having a conversation and you you, you made mention that you still uh, live with your parents um, does that not bother you especially at your age, you still have to uh, live with your parents, uh, eat from their bowl and all those things. Does that not really bother you? Hmm. Yeah, a 28-year-old man still living with his parents, that's like a book to write about. <laughs> you, you keep asking, what yeah. exactly is wrong with this guy? Why is he does still... It, does it bother you? Does it bother with... you? Oh, very much so. Now, uh, Two, three years ago, it wasn't really of a bother, but now it does bother me because they are. You see, once you are with your parents, regardless of your age, there's this certain level of control, control yeah. they would want to have over you. But you knowing you're an, an adult, you would want some level of independence and all that. Some would say, if you want independence, just move out. Yeah. But the thing is, I live and work in the same community as my parents. And it doesn't make economic sense to have uh, an apartment or have accommodation where you limit your expenses, but just because uh, you want your independence, Mm -hmm. you would move out and spend more whilst you are not quote and unquote gainfully employed yeah to some people it's it's i'm I'm speaking from my own preferences i would prefer rather to save to be able to invest into any business than just to be independent and just be wasting money it does bother me now because when you are stepping out seller where are you going who are you going to see like those is it, kind is it, of is questions. Is it about the freedom to do what you want to do, go wherever you want to go, that makes you feel that, yes, 
now i shouldn't be living with them i should i should be staying on my own i can travel two days and not bother about my mom calling me and asking me where i am is it about the freedom oh no it's about the financial uh instability it's partly if i would say in a great uh, to a great extent the financial aspect but it's not necessarily the freedom because I can go wherever I want to go. But sometimes the kind of questioning, like, mm. where are you going? Who are you going to see? Is it male or female? I like you're still a small boy. Uh-huh, like, <laughs> it makes you feel, uh-huh, because if, if it's freedom, I'm, I'm free to go wherever I, I want. I want to. So, uh, but I'm more I'm keen into the finances because I know if I'm able to get stable, constant and flowing income, I'll be able to achieve a lot. Mm. I, just, I just need stable, constant. Regardless of the amount, it will shock you. Mm. Yes, even if, let's say, it's 500 CDs monthly, and it's coming every 21st of the month, 25th or 28th. I know the plans I have, things I want to invest okay, so, into. So what you are doing now, What currently you are doing something, right? Yes. Yes. So what you are doing now, do you not get that amount? Because 500 is it's even lower than what they pay national service people. And if you've been doing this for the past five years and what you get is less than 600 Ghana cities, why would you still continue doing it? Um, I'm not by this saying I earn less than 600 Ghana cities, mm-hmm. but what, what I'm trying to say is with, you see, running a startup, okay. it's not easy. Mm-hmm. There are times that uh, the mega profit you get, you need to invest, invest. it okay. into the company. And there are times that you need to make sacrifices mm-hmm. because you want to see that thing grow. You invested a lot of money into it. So there are times that I don't pay myself. Yes, just because I want to see things move. Or there are times that your expenses will outweigh your income. Uh-huh. So let's say this month you don't get that. Next month you are able to cover your expenses. Then you pay yourself. But the money you get now, you need to settle some debt you might have incurred some outstanding expenses you need to make and all that. Uh-huh. So that, that's, that's just what I mean. Would you have had uh, a plan B if you knew back in school that the life came with all these challenges, the, the, the life you are coming to face uh, comes with all these challenges? Would you have, have had a, a plan B? Oh, definitely. Definitely. So you definitely. never had a plan B? So, um, I planned my life in a way that I think that was my mistake. Okay. I knew that this path I was going to take was for sure. I was certain of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a plan B at all. And, and it's now haunting me. Because if I had a plan B, and things are not working the way I would have wanted, I would have just fallen on plan B. Mm-hmm. Because I knew that 
this book, they gave me the letter. Mm-hmm. I needed to just send it to NSS, get posted, and I was working there. It means I would have left the region. Mm. I would have left uh, my parents' house. I would have been living on my own. Mm. But since it didn't go that way, I had to just come back to where I had my basic education and find myself here. Um, you know, we always say that um, geographical location plays a major role in your success. And, you know, even though people from the Western world comes into, you know, less developed countries like Ghana, Nigeria to invest and make a lot of money. But if we had to apply the same analogy, do you think that if you were in, living in a city like Accra, Kumasi, you, you, mm. everything would have turned out differently? Um, yes. I say this advisedly, not to point a left finger at where I am currently, but mm. um, I believe in the urban areas or the bigger cities. Those are the places there are lots of opportunities. Mm. And those are the places that um, you have people moving in and out. They hear of opportunities even out of the country. You get to know. Because where I am is at least two and a half hours f- away from the capital, mm-hmm. if you drive. And even the network quality here is quite bad. Mm. So there are times that notifications that I get from Twitter they are later and go to my TL, you realize that 12 hours ago and all that. So I, I believe the location also plays a role in not connecting you to um, certain opportunities that you would have been exposed to if you were in the urban uh, location. Okay. So if you are given a blank canvas right now, what would you do differently? Um, the blank canvas, so well, uh, it means I would have had lots of plans and I'll be having up to our plan D. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> plan A, plan B, plan D. Because to chip in this, I actually wanted to go to the military academy, okay, but uh, it didn't, it just didn't work out. So if I I should have a blank canvas right now. I wouldn't have read the program I read in senior high school. Mm. Yes, in university, I probably might wait a year to assess certain things before I enter the university. Mm. So there are a lot of things that I would change about my life as it is now. That's not to say I'm not grateful for all that I've been through, the lessons that I've learned now, but just as I said, if I had another chance, things would have been done differently. That's most definitely true. There are so many unemployed youths right now in this country. Uh, do you think that most of them rush into the university, probably because they see their, their friends going, so they're also rushing, not knowing the course they are really supposed to take and, you know, having time to plan their lives and knowing that after school, this is what I'm going to face. This is how I should prepare. This is how I should face the real world. And that has really uh, made a lot of 
the unemployed youth go into so many bad things like fraud, like uh, galamse, like theft, robbery, and so many uh, social vices. If the youth would take their time and not fall for pressure, do their due diligence, know the things that they are good at, and you know, pick the right courses and come out truly prepared for what they have passion for. Do you think some of those problems will be solved? Mm. Oh, yes. It's um, very much so. A reason being that, one, um, I believe some institutions are trying their best to do this, but many of them, I, I think, is still lacking. It's guidance and counseling. Okay. Career okay. guidance and counseling. I entered the university because... I passed my exams marvelously. Mm. I applied to the university and I was, I was offered admission. Mm. So why wait? I decided to just join in. So this is the first time sharing this, but there was a point I wanted to drop out. Because, yes, I didn't, I, I was, it's not that I was failing. I didn't like the course I was doing, I wasn't getting the grace I'd wanted, and I just wasn't enjoying school life. Mm. Yes, at a point in time, I found myself just walking through the school, mm. not having the school impact me in any way at all. Knowing this now, what course would you have read? Oh, knowing this now, like I said, I would have changed the program I read back in senior school. I, I, I read, I was a business student, okay. so I would have switched to science. Okay. Science. Um, I'm surrounded by doctors. My family, there are a lot of doctors, so I've always developed a passion mm. to be a doctor, specifically a surgeon, a cosmetic surgeon. Mm. Yes, because I, I just love to cut things open, like to cut you up, stitch you. Like, I, I brand, the brand I have in my head is a human tailor. So yeah, <laughs> I'll do alterations and uh, stuff like that. So if I got that chance, I would have changed that program back in SS, Red Science. I knew the way I performed in school, I would at least get into medical school and all that, be what I would want to be. If that doesn't work, then military academy, most definitely. So you had Dr. Ankles and... Doctor. Oh, yeah. My grandfather is a doctor. Mm -hmm. Two of his sons okay. are doctors. Yeah. So I've, since I, I grew up around them, mm. and uh, almost every time you're exposed to health related stuff, because the, my grandfather, by God's grace, owned a clinic. He owns a clinic and we go there to play, watch TV, do all sorts of stuff. So each and every day throughout my childhood, you are exposed to health workers. They're talking about health stuff. Like you hear people talking, they're dressing, they have their lab coats, stethoscope around there. Uh -huh. It looks, it looks so, nice. So, so, so I'm, I'm wondering right now, if you had all these people surrounding you, all these doctors, your grandfather and your uh, uncles surrounding you being doctors uh, how has this not um, you know influenced your choice of what to study even in the um, SHS 
So, and I think we let fear, the fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. worry us a lot. Reason being that when I was going to uh, my second side where SHS, I was contemplating um, even this science would I be able to do it? Um, uh, when I do, will I? I was concerned my fees because I knew medical school education yeah, yeah. was expensive. Like all, all this stuff, will you be able to cater for yourself and all that? And I decided to okay look for the easy way out. So I chose business. So you are actually looking for the easy way out. Yeah. Because I quite remember, you know, uh, back in JHS, I was really good in science and, you know, natural science, basic science. And uh, uh, I think I I had that passion to, to do science, especially biology. But the reason why I went to the SHS and I didn't do science was because of what my teachers were telling me. They were telling me that if I go to the SHS and do science, I was going to uh, fail. Yes, and I would be writing uh, receipts and not really get a chance to go to the university. And so it terrified me. It, it's something I grappled with uh, immensely, such that uh, I also wanted, I, I just wanted, at the end, I just wanted to go for something that would give me the grades. So at a point, I think I wanted to even study home economics. I was just scoping through the courses to know which one was the easiest because I wanted good grades. I wanted, I didn't want anything that would, uh, you know, make me write receipts. But I went to the school and I realized that no, some of the people I was even sharper than were doing science. And, you know, it, it was like, I was so disappointed that I, I, I didn't do the science. Mm. Oh, well, for me, it's, it's not really about whether you could do it or not, because I knew I would be able to do it. It's just wondering um, whether there'll be enough funds and all that. So that, that's, that's just what uh, caused the change. Because till now, mm-hmm. mates that uh, I left junior high, with like we departed who have not heard from me they thought i would have like i'm probably a doctor somewhere because right in school you hear them you hear me talking about yeah what do you want to be a doctor and in subjects you realize that my focus my interest was in science my best friend he knew so when he knew that I was reading science, so when he heard it was business, he was shocked. Mm. You know, because the thing is, I was looking for the easy way out. Do you have a girlfriend? Sadly, no. In this economy, <laughs> <it's German. laughs> uh, in this economy, dear Charlie, nah, so, I'm single. So, <laughs> all right. So I'm just trying to make. Uh, I'm just trying to establish a connection here so uh you're not having a girlfriend is it because of your maybe your financial status or maybe what what exactly well not not necessarily so uh, it, it has a part to play but one you see i also don't want to be the type of boyfriend it 
I will keep telling your girlfriend, it shall be well. It shall be well. No, Charlie. Yeah, because the, I have a certain standard that I would want to see in my relationship. Okay. Yes, I'm preparing towards it, but finance-wise, yes, I also not there. You are currently living with your parents. You're in your parents' house. And you want a girlfriend? Uh, but, no, but uh, I mean, there are so many people that are in uh, uh, even more difficult situations than you, and some of them are even married. What are you saying? Like I said, everyone and their cup of tea. Mm -hmm. You see, I want a certain standard, standard. for myself, okay. even to the point that if I'm not praying that if it doesn't work out between us. You will leave knowing that being with me was one of the best decisions you made in life. Okay. So yeah. Oh, Chema, the money they hear. No, 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 no. Let, let's face the fact. Mm. It's not about women want money or mm. see. Everyone needs money. It's not about the one. They need money. There are times that someone will be hard pressed. You are in a relationship. Who do you fall on? Mm -hmm. At least your partner should be able to sort out, not necessarily take care of you. Mm -hmm. If you are schooling, your parents will do all that. But there are times that it's just nice that you take your partner out for maybe a lunch, a dinner date. Mm -hmm. Yes, those are things you do to connect. And can't, can't you do that with your current level of financial status or capacity? Uh, because you don't have to buy a Rolls Royce, you don't have to buy a house, you know? Just the normal stuff. Take a girl out, uh, you know, um, buy her flowers and stuff like that. Can't you just do the? Can't you do the normal stuff that people in relationship do? I, I understand. I understand. Taking even even with one hundred and fifty CDs, mm -hmm. you can take someone out and have a good time. There are times how I take friends mm -hmm. friends out, but you see, I enter. I would enter a relationship with the mindset of getting married. Mm. And the person is also trying to get to know the type of man I am. And I don't want any situation where it will look like I cannot provide for you. Mm. Yeah, it's good that your man will have vision and all that, but we make our decisions based on precedents yeah. based on certain patterns how would you know that a man will be able to provide in future when he gets money right now that he doesn't have money you tell that oh babe i'll provide i'll do all this yes that's not to also say i need to be extremely rich if i would have to be extremely rich before i get married i'd rather choose that than to want to get married early so, and have someone's daughter gnashing her teeth now nah. so so you don't uh, like the idea of going to a relationship with someone who would have to uh, embrace the idea of who you could become rather than who you are now. We, we change is constant. Okay. Yes, change is something that is in our everyday life. Mm. And I believe who will be tomorrow and who we are now. The change and with my age and with the experience I have, the change that would occur wouldn't be 
as great as it would have if I were if we had we had had this chat when I was ten years, I would have told you that no, she can come in with that mindset. Mm. But now you've entered into adulthood and the decisions you are making now mm. are like adult kind of decisions. So I don't see much change occurring. So if I'm in a relationship with someone now that I'm not able to provide, what, yes, I believe in myself. I know I'm hardworking. I know I'll I'll be able to achieve great things. But what's the guarantee that it will happen? Because life in itself is a gamble. Nothing is guaranteed. So I would rather want to play the safe bet. Yes. Okay. All right, Salah, we have a closing tradition on this podcast that uh, our last question would be for you to tell us a secret, one secret about yourself that you've never told anybody. And you are the first person that we are going to have to do this with. And so you are going to tell us one secret about yourself. A secret about myself yes, that I've never told anybody. Mm, then I'll, I'll have to, one thing is I live my life like an open book. Okay. So I don't think I have uh, a secret that uh, I've not told anybody. So, I, I, like you have one thing that nobody knows about you or maybe it's just probably between uh, you and your mom or you and your dad. Just one thing that you wouldn't want people to know about. Something, no, it's like, you know everything about me. So right now, what I would say, what I would say is, I like young girls. <laughs> no, young is relative. No, I, I like, uh, okay. I don't want I, to be no, okay, okay. no, 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 I, no, 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 okay, okay. So I, I would, what I would say is, um, um, my preference for a type of woman would be someone who's at least five years younger than I am. But that's not a secret. No, no, no. Because when you see the women that I take out on dates, I roll with, this this will end up biting me back. <laughs> you see me taking my, my age mates out, but those are not the people I want. Wow. No. Really? So it means... Anybody that you are going out with right now or anyone who you are seeing right now who happens to be, um, you know, maybe just, maybe the age difference is just one or two or three. You are just playing around with the person. Is that what you are saying? That, uh, two, years, two years older than me. Um, not, not necessarily two years older than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not that I'm playing around with the person. We are just hanging out as friends. Mm. Yeah, nothing romantic. Mm. So, okay, you meet someone right now who has all the qualities, but just that maybe the person is, is, is a year or two lesser than you. To want, to settle, than you. To want to settle with you, I would prefer someone who's at least five years younger than I am. Okay, that's perfectly understood. You know, this is actually the first... Uh, dual episode we are having. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, th- thanks for uh, having me. Yes, yes. I must be frank with you. I so much enjoyed this episode, and I'm so glad we did this. 
you know you've been so open and so uh, vulnerable you know we are living in a world right now where you know everybody is just trying to show off their good sides and so it's difficult for people to come out and say or share their dark sides and encourage people who are going through the same things with them but you've been able to um, you know come out boldly um, share all these deep things about yourself it's really a privilege and an honor to share this uh, space with you and um, you know have this wonderful conversation with you it's been liberating and i know a lot of people that have been listening or a lot of people that are listening are going to get great value from this conversation and uh, some of them are going to learn and some of them are going to get inspiration from your story and to craft their own life from from all these things that we've talked about it's a complex world and um, we need real conversations like this honestly we need real conversations like this and so i'm really grateful that we've done this and i'm so glad that uh, you were able to you know help the best part is that um you are not yet made you are currently going through all these struggles you are currently at the face of life where uh, all these things are happening to you right now and that's and that's so uh difficult to to talk about but you're able to share light on all these things uh beautifully that is so profound oh it's, it's, it's been nice being here i didn't even think i would be able to do it but in the long run i realized that oh you're just chatting with a friend you know this this podcast is all about um sincerity it's, it's all about vulnerabilities it's all about talking to your best friend and feeling safe doing it and so um, I'm, I'm really grateful that we, we did this. We will be looking forward to your success story. We'll be here waiting for you to share the success story with our listeners. And so thank you. Thank you so much. The same place I talked about my struggles mm-hmm. will be the same place. Hallelujah. I'll come and speak <laughs> about my accomplishments, my successes. Exactly. And uh, you, you have big stories for exactly. me. Exactly. I promise you. Life in brief. You hear from me. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. You're most welcome.